like a whore in a church. That is the most annoying shit. How about that? Dude, I'm so hot right now. The, the only thing that's more irritating than being hot is um, people's random, like, you, you want to be the 10,000th person? I'm sweating like a whore in a church. I don't even know what that means, dude. Sometimes people just say this shit. I'm sweating like a sea monkey at a petting zoo. <laughs> I'm sweating like a biscuit in the wind. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, my God. Ooh, it's hot, and I do not want to hear that. I'm a sea monkey at a petting zoo out here. Um, dude, e there's an emu on the loose. Elvis the emu. Now, normally we have a sponsor at the beginning of the show. There is no sponsor today because there's things that are more important. And this emu is on the loose. You all know him, Elvis. Apparently, he's pretty famous as far as emus go. He's one of the most famous. And um, he's someone messed with his gait. I saw this on the news today. He's loose. So if you have seen him, here's a little word from um, his owner, just in case. He definitely loves apples. He loves um, like cereal that kind of mm -hmm. looks like um, like bran flakes or special play kind of cereal. Right. Kind of like that stuff. Right. The food doesn't work. They can always use a rope to be gentle and try to keep him in a closed space like okay. a half empty garage or like a barn. Right. Okay. So let's just recap. There's an emu that is running around loose, just completely loose. We don't know his whereabouts. Um, he can go up to 50 kilometers an hour if he needs to. His name is Elvis. Um, he likes apples. He really likes cereal if it's shaped correctly, if it's shaped like Special K. Um, and if you don't have cereal, you could just use a rope. You could use a rope. And then stick them in your barn. You know how everyone, you know how when you're out there with your apple, you know when you're walking around, you got an apple, you got your cereal, and you also happen to have a rope, and you're in your neighborhood, so you're only steps away from your barn, and then you see an emu, and you go, I hope that's Elvis, because I'm going to try and catch him. I hope that's the right one. And you try all the tricks and you're like, thank God I had the apple, the cereal, and the rope because I got them. So if you see an emu running around, like I said, upwards of 50 kilometers an hour, and you have any of those at your disposal, please try to catch them. This is very stressful for the owners. I mean, we all know how stressful it is to have something go missing. I talked about my wallet last week. I thought that was gone. I can't even imagine trying to sleep at night. Going, where's my, where is my emu? Where is he? Just knowing the amount of ground that he can cover. I mean, he could probably go, what, 50 kilometers a day easily? Every day that goes by, he's, he's a whole town over now. And he's out there living his lonely emu life. And we just want him back. We just want him back. Okay? And I don't really re believe this story where somebody, you know, messed with the lock and then Elvis just got out, to be honest. And I'm not trying to throw shade on the story, but it seems to me like there's a little bit more going on. And that's fine. There might have been a bit of a falling out with the family and with Elvis. Elvis might have been asking for, hey, I want more space. It's frustrating to me. I'm a bird. You know, the, the universe is already playing a joke on me, given me the fact that I'm a bird and I can't fly. For some reason, I'm a flightless bird. What a joke from Jesus that is. 
And all I want is a little bit more room. And I'm sure the family was pushing back and they're going, listen, Elvis, we get it. We're sorry you can't fly. It's not our fault. You're a weird shape. No one even really knows what you all like the point of you being an animal is. We don't have any more room out here. And then you know how Elvis gets. He's like, fuck it. Well, then give me an apple. Give me my cereal right now. And they say, you know what? We're going to beat you with the rope. <laughs> and now he's loose again. So keep your eyes peeled. Um, and I also do love in the story how they, they're actually encouraging people to just approach an emu. Don't th- can't those things like bite your face off? They're nasty looking, man. They look like um, they look like the worst dinosaur. Like emus look like they probably got bullied a lot when there was dinosaurs around. And then the meteor hit, and somehow these emus survived. They probably just outran it, and they're like, shit, we're not at the bottom of the totem pole anymore, man. Now we're free. We don't got uh, T-Rexes chasing us. We don't have raptors calling us names. We don't have crocodiles giving us a look, trying to fight us every time we hang out. We're free. And then you know what happened? A giant net went over all of them, and now they just live at the zoo with the ostriches. And that's awkward. Because you know they're both fighting for independence. Emus are saying, I'm not an ostrich. And ostriches are saying, I'm not an emu. And you know what I'm saying? None of y'all can fly. Shut up. Shut up right now. I don't know where we're at in this podcast right now. But if you see Elvis the emu, please offer him an apple at the least. Or let him be free, man. Maybe he deserves to be out there. So, speaking of animals... We had, uh, man, this was a weird weekend. So we had a bit of an issue with our dog this weekend. This poor guy wakes up and uh, he's just drooling. We have a little Boston Terrier. The guy is just drooling excessively. I'm talking like he never drools. And all of a sudden, one side of his mouth, he was drooling so much that his neck was wet and his legs were wet. That's how much drool was coming out. I could see a path along the carpet in our house of where he was going like a giant snail. Like a snail trail, but for a dog. So, of course, what do I do? I start freaking out because I go, well, this is not good. This is all of a sudden. And I did the worst thing that you're not supposed to do. And I Googled the symptoms. And you know what it said? Rabies. So here I am. I think my dog's got rabies. I'm trying to help him. And then I realize I've touched the drool. I'm like, do I have rabies? There was a good hour and a half where I thought me and my dog have rabies right now. And because it's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy, I was pretty spicy. I was pretty spicy. I could feel, I, I thought I had rabies, dude. I'm Luckily, I didn't run into anyone at Walmart. Nobody kind of gave me a look because I might have snapped just thinking I got rabies. I'm ready to attack. And so anyway, I called the vet. They're like, you got to take him in. Right away. So I go to a hot. Here's the funniest part. When you try to take a dog to a hospital, first of all, they're all full all the time. Somebody build another hospital. I called three of them and they're all just like, I'm like, hey, my dog is drooling. The vet said he needs to get seen this morning. He might not make it to the afternoon. That's what the vet told me. The vet told me, if you wait till this afternoon, that's too late. You need to take him in now. So you call this hospital and like, hi, it's... Hi, it's Mountain um, 24-7 Dog Hospital. Hi. And I'm like, hi. Hey, um, my dog is um, drooling and, and might die. That's what the, uh, the vet just told me. And they said he needs to get seen immediately. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I'm so sorry. Is it still going on? 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's still going on. That's why I'm calling you, and it's actually getting a lot worse. It's rapidly getting worse. So I'm just wondering, um, can I just come in and uh, drop them off? You guys take a look. Uh, you know what? We're actually full. And I'm like, okay, so okay, so what do I do? I just let them die, or they're like, oh, well, they just you know, you know what I would do is I would call just another hospital. Try that. And that happened three times. How funny is that? Imagine if a person got injured and the hospital's just like, ugh, nah, right? You take a lawn dart to the neck and you show up and they're like, oh, dude, that needs to get seen immediately. And you're like, thank God. And they're like, yeah, but we're a little backed up today. Man, if you got your lawn dart injury on Wednesday, oh, we could have had you right in here. Perry County we could, oh, shit. On the run again, and it's I hit something. Asking for the public's um, we could have looked at that lawn dart right now, but dude, Saturday, that's a busy day. Sorry. Try another hospital though. Now I know you're bleeding profusely from your jugular. You probably have, I don't know, 20 minutes left, but there's a couple within driving distance. Hey, try and pick the right one and get in there. So funny. So I call around. Finally, I find one that, uh, they're like, yeah, you can come drop him off. We'll take a look. And, uh, you know, it's nerve wracking. You're driving your dog along and he's drooling in my car. Like my backseat is drenched. And I, I just keep thinking, I'm like, he's got rabies or something. It was rabies or kidney failure was what the website said. Either way, either way, not good. So I'm thinking we both got rabies. I'm driving around and, uh, I take him in, drop him off. And because it's COVID, you can't even go in with them, which is the worst. You just drop your dog off and then you go sit in the car and then the vet calls me. And, uh, she's like, Hey, so, um, what's going on with your dog? And in my mind, I was kind of like, well, shouldn't you tell me? I mean, I don't, I'm like, well, he's, um, drooling profusely. And his vet said he needs to get seen right away. We don't know what this is. And basically she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's from nausea. And, um, you know, it's like, we got a couple options of what we can do here. We can, uh, we can do an x-ray and then I can see if there's a blockage. Or I can see if that's free. I can see if that's open, like his, you know, his esophagus, that type of thing. I'm like, okay. She's like, we can also do, uh, you know, we can do blood work. Uh, and that'll let us know if he has any organ failure going on that's causing this. Um, I'm, I'm like, okay. She's like, or we could also do a dental exam. And uh, we'll actually put him to sleep and then we'll look through his teeth and we'll do an assessment. And uh, but just, so you know, we don't do dental here. So if there is something screwed up, then you'll have to drive him over to the dog dentist. And I'm like, what the f is going So I'm like, all right. And she goes, I'll, I'll send you a quote, right? I'll send you a quote for what that's going to cost. And I sat there, dude, this quote came through. Just guess how much this was. Guess how much the quote was for doing that stuff. It was 1700 human dollars. Not even 1,700 dog dollars where you would divide it by seven to make it human. 1,700 human dollars to do that stuff. And now you're putting this moral dilemma where you're like, how much is my dog worth? <laughs> right? And not in the sense of like, if there was something that had to get done, I would pay whatever, of course. But the thing with dogs and animals when you take them to the hospital, which is again, so much different is when you take a human to the hospital, they just do what they have to do to fix you, right? They don't give you a list of things that might be wrong. And then they're like, do you want to fix it? They just go, yeah, this is what we got to do. This is what we do. But dogs and uh, animals are technically property. 
So they just kind of tell you, like, these are what we can do. They're like, he's probably fine, but we don't know for sure unless we do all this other. And then it's on you because you can say no. You can completely say, I don't want any of it done. And they're like, okay, take your dog home then. Might die, right? Or you can say, I want all of it done. And then you pay $1,700 and then everything comes back normal. And they're like, yeah, I think he was just sick. And you're like, what the f? It's such a weird position to be in. It's almost like if you took your car into the mechanic and it was broken. And instead of just fixing it, they go like, well, how fixed do you want it? Like, how fixed do you want the brakes? We can fix the brakes or we can leave the brakes. I don't care. They might work. They might not. How much do you want them? And you're like, well, I kind of need them fixed. So we had to go through that. And we ended up just getting him the medication. We're like, we'll watch him for a few days. And he seems good today. Until he, he, I mean, he puked all over my carpet. So that was fun. I had to spray some, uh, what did I use on that? Man, shout out to whatever I used. Some stain remover. That shit worked amazing. Shout out. That would have been the sponsor today if Elvis the Emu wasn't loose. (laughs) Oh, it's Resolve. That's what it was. But anyway, what a schmuck. What a gong show. Hey, this poor guy. And, um, I'm just glad everything's all right. When something like that happens with your pet, all of a sudden, um, you just, you always think the worst and you Google the symptoms and you're just like, you know, you have to take them in. And I, they were kind of like, why is he here a little bit? Cause I took him to emergency and I guess, you know, he's drooling. Right. And I'm sure they see horrendous shit in there. They see horrendous shit. That's kind of like when you go, you know, when you go to emergency as a person, as a human and you look around and. Anyone that doesn't have anything obvious, you're like, what? You instantly get judgy, don't you? You go like, what are you here for, huh? Would you hurt your toe? What are you here for? I remember the one time I had to go to the emergency room because I got high-sticked at hockey. I'm sitting there with like a towel on my mouth because it's profusely profusely bleeding. I'm sitting in the waiting room trying to get in, and I look over, and everyone's, there was one lady. She was knitting. I'm like, hey. You know how you know your medical um, thing is not an emergency is if you're knitting. It's not an emergency then. You should be freaking out. So anyway, um, yeah, eventful, eventful weekend. He's throwing up, and that's how I know I'm not ready for kids. Apparently kids just throw up all the time, and I'm good. I'm a good um, puker. I'm good at throwing up. I'm not good at cleaning it up. I don't like that. I sprayed this carpet today. From like six feet away, COVID, COVID protocols, COVID protocols. And um, I don't know, dude. I just, oh, is that, I like how I'm saying it like that's weird. It's so, you know, it's so bizarre. And this is sort of, sort of a quirk of mine is I don't like puke. <laughs> it's like a bad first date right now. I do love hockey and, you know, I really like Formula One and my dislikes include um, puke. And emus, because they're rude. So, um, now another thing that's going on: Alberta has a vaccine lottery, which is so funny, dude. The fact that we have to incentivize people with a lottery to get their fucking vaccine is so ridiculous to me. Now, listen, I know there's people out there who don't. This is why how it doesn't make sense to me. There's people who or anti-vaxxers, whatever, dude. In my mind, if you're an anti-vaxxer, that means you're not going to get the vaccine. That means that you, for whatever reason, you think there's robots in it, 
You think it makes people walk backwards, okay? You think that the earth is flat. Whatever your reason for being an anti-vaxxer, fine. But that means to me that there's nothing that's going to make you get... Uh, what Harry the Kennedy fuck is this? Is Hold on. on again, oh my god, this just starts every now and then. Um, in my mind, that means there's nothing that's going to make you get a vaccine. So the lottery... I mean, who's like, I'm anti-vaxxer, and then there's a lottery. They're like, nah, I'll roll the dice. Yeah, I'll completely change my beliefs. I'll get a microchip for a one in a million chance to win some money. <laughs> then you're not even committed to your anti-vax. So to me, the lottery, it has, like, what is the logic behind that? It's for people who are just um, procrastinating on getting their vaccine. So you're like, oh, maybe if we offer a lottery, they're going to come in and get one. I don't know, man. It's like these, you know, when um, like beverage companies do that, like, yeah, buy buy a, a 12 pack of kokanee and get a chance to go to the kokanee mystery mansion. Remember that shit? You get to go to the kokanee mystery party mansion. You're like, I'm not ever going to buy something because cause you nobody wins. Nobody ever wins that shit, right? Oh, buy Pepsis now for a, for a one in... Seven chance to collect a card that you could go on an airplane for free. Nobody ever wins. No, I don't think it actually changes buying behavior. Maybe I'm crazy. So anyway, but, you know, it is nice to think that we have to live in an age where we have to fucking give people a lottery to get a vaccine. Do you know how grateful people were when medicine was first invented? That they had the miracle of vaccination. The miracle. When everyone was out there, I'm talking, you know. Hundreds of years ago, when they're using their best option for anything is like put a leech on it, right? You got a growth, I don't know, put a leech on it. Your leg hurts, they cut off your leg. That's what medicine was. And then all of a sudden we get this miracle of vaccination. An insane concept that we can give you, we can actually make you immune to a virus before you get it. All the science that went into that, those people would have been so incredibly grateful for this breakthrough and now we live in an age where we have to literally we have to give adults like a treat to get a fucking vaccination some of the u.s states i heard uh west virginia they're giving people guns to get a vaccination if the only reason you're getting a vaccine is so that you can get a gun you're an idiot I don't know how else to say it. That's the dumbest thing. Now, if you're just going like, I was going to get my vaccine anyway. Next week, they're giving out guns. I'm going to wait and get that free gun. Why not? Free stuff is free stuff, dude. Of course. But the fact that they have to even do that is just so stupid to me. Everyone has been whining and complaining this whole time, rightfully so, that everything's been locked down and then we can't get back to normal life. And then we come with the solution to get back to normal life. And we have to offer people a fucking lottery to go. Isn't it incentive enough to just have things open again? What am I crazy out here? I don't know, dude. Maybe it's the heat. Maybe it's the heat. I mean, I'm sweating like a tadpole in a, in a whirlpool. <laughs> That's so stupid. Oh, my God. The heat's gone to my brain. I'm losing my mind out here. Um, dude, tomorrow there's updates on the Barry Sherman murder case. I don't know if you guys remember. I talked about that 
a few months ago. Billionaire, they're going to unseal the files. I'm going to do some reading on it tonight. I've already read a little bit. Um, it's still super confusing. It's so weird. Uh, and we're going to get into that tomorrow. I hope you guys have uh, have an amazing Tuesday. How about people that say it like that? Tuesday. It's Tuesday. 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 I'll see you guys for Wednesday. See you then. Bye.